podcasters. It is I, the dulcet one. And you're listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars related. A podcast that is the official podcast of the DizInsider.com. A podcast that iTunes user CinemaCrazy23 will definitely recommend to his friends that self-identify as Disney adults. I mean, don't we all? A podcast that wants to wish young Cashton Williams a very, very happy birthday. My name is Chris, and we are coming to you live from our own, you know, discreet locations. And as always, I'm joined by a plethora of positive, passionate, profoundly popular, polite, prolific, and pretty co-hosts, David, Brooke, Sean, and Andy. And together, we form the group that covers all things from A to DCast. You didn't happen to listen to uh, um, Extra Magic Hour on Monday, Chris, did you? No, I haven't listened to it yet. Why? Okay, good. Good job. Don't. What does that mean? Uh, history just, was made. History was made, yes. And uh, I, may have, I may have thrown a gauntlet down to you, and then I was expecting a response, and he said something. Did he? No. Oh, no, he didn't. Okay, no. No, I haven't uh, listened yet, but... You, need, you, you should listen, and, uh, and yeah, just, uh, just know... Uh, yeah, it's on. Oh, rest assured, sir, that uh, it's on. Well, what's everybody doing today? <laughs> I thought this week was. I thought this week was Q. This week is no, Q. No, no, no. Uh, uh, that's next. That's Q. come next. All right. Yes, yes. So I'm on day 54 of quarantine. How y'all doing? Same. Oh, Same. Man. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm, I'm like I'm going to be in the and get started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's where I'm at. Well, today is a friend of mine's birthday, someone who was very much in my Disney group of people, so... So we're all trying to wish her a happy birthday and bring as much of Disney as we can to her. So that was a lot of just well, telling birthday. stories. Yours. <laughs> happy birthday. And to Cashton, uh, since he listens yeah. to the show, happy yes. birthday, Happy Cashton. birthday, Cashton. I saw, yes. I saw the message from uh, Max to Cashton as well. Yeah, cool. thank you. Yeah, I want to tell Max. Cute. Max, thank you so much for doing that. Oh, uh, yes, it is my grandson Cashton's seventh birthday today. And um Woo! without Cashton, I wouldn't be part of the DCAST. So I mean, so uh, very true, very true. It, it is very true because Cashton and uh a long applause. Cashton yeah, and Izzy Cashton and Izzy were in preschool together and that's how me and Andy met it's, and how this this whole thing yep. got started. So happy yes. birthday, Cash. Papa loves you and hope you had a great day. Aww. Aww. I just simply converted Gaston to Cashton. Dude, it was amazing. Same part of it. Thank you. <laughs> it was so good. That's that's good. That's good. Izzy Izzy really wanted to do it, and then she got in front of the camera and she got really shy when we sent her message. Oh <laughs> so but hey, so uh Sean, you're writing. You, you wrote a nice article on the DisneyInsider.com about the Disney parks. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, which one? I wrote a couple this week. I wrote the, the one, one about today. today. One today about Shanghai. About Shanghai. Disneyland we'll Shanghai. Articles. Well, I've written two articles this week for them. Um, the first one was um, kind of not a really good article. I mean, it was a good article, I think, but uh, the topic wasn't good. They were saying that Disney is projected to lose upwards of $22 billion over the next uh, three years. Yeah. They're, an- they're anticipating a uh, probably a 50% this year until through the end of this year, depending on when the parks open. Um and then seven up to seventy five percent of capacity next year, and hopefully to ninety percent above by twenty twenty two. So we'll see what happens. Mm. But the other article that I put out yesterday, um, very exciting, if in some for some people, but um, it's a it's a step I, I would say forward to see where where we're going to go from this whole thing. And uh, Disneyland Shanghai, which was the first one to close in January, is actually going to be open on the eleventh, which is Monday. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see. They have a lot of things in place. They have the social distancing in place. They have uh, different things. I don't know if they're doing parades or fireworks, but they, no one really knows anything they're going to do. So um, I'm excited to see what they do because it's going to. I think it's going to pave the way for what's going to happen here and in Paris and everywhere else to see what's going to happen with the parks and uh, how we move forward from this point. So yeah. 
Now, does anyone know Shanghai's average park attendance numbers? 80,000 is no. their capacity. Eight, eight, yeah, they're 80,000 yeah, 80, visitors. 80,000? And, uh, and the Chinese government actually said that they're, they're limiting the capacity of 30%, which is 24,000 people. And uh, Bob Chapik said that they wouldn't even hit that number when they start opening next week. They're going to go really, really soft and work into this and work up to the, up to the 30% and then go from there. Yeah, so and I think I think it should be noted, though Disney has a lot to say in this decision with their employees and licensing. This is ultimately the Chinese government's decision because they own a majority stake in the park. Um, the I, I I don't uh, it's China really wants to open back up, and I understand right, everybody right. does. So yeah, it's a hairy situation. We don't we don't know where it's going to go, and it's who we, knows. We, we don't, and all we all we can do is just kind of sit and wait and watch. And yeah. I hope I hope I hope it works out good for Disney. I'm rooting for this to be successful. But and like you know, like um, Andy said, China is the big uh, you know driver of this. They are the majority stakeholder of that park. And unfortunately, if things do go squirrely, it will be Disney who will kind of get looked at with that. So right. we they'll definitely catch the brunt of it. Yeah, they'll, they'll catch, catch the brunt of it. Yep. So fingers crossed it goes well. So yep. we'll see. And also, I did want to point out real quick on the DisneySider.com, um, Josh, who's yeah. a writer over there, did a lot of their interviews, had an interview. It was funny because I was trying to get the same interview, and I had no idea it was in the works. Apparently, it was kind of hush-hush. Uh, they got Dan Lanigan, who was the host of Prop Culture on Disney+. Plus. And the second that post, I'm like, Skylar, why didn't you tell me? He's like, oh, I really couldn't say anything. I'm like, I, I've been trying to get him for the last week. And I follow him on Instagram now. I was like, oh, well, let me see if we can get him on the show for you. So hopefully we'll have oh, Dan Lanigan here on the show. Oh, nice. That'd be so much fun. You know what? Dan Lanigan reminds me of, like, of, of our own Chris. Like, yes. his personality. Yes. Not yep. the fact that he's a big guy, because he is. But the fact that he's just so alive and just, yep. you know, animated like Chris is. So I just props to you, Chris. So, so that guy must just be awesome. Oh, he, he is. is. It's, it's really cool. I just well, started again, watching that show this week. That show's great. Yeah, me too. Again, Chris didn't listen to Monday's episode. Where we, not only did I challenge him, I also did sing his praises as well. Oh, thank you, Andy. I, I really haven't. I've been, I've been, I've been working, and I've just been exhausted by the time I get home. So I've had a. I'm having uh, sciatic pain. If anyone ever had oh, sciatic yes. pain, yes, yes, yes it's yes. awful. Yep. It's yep. awful. It's it stops everything you want to do. Any plans you might have, you're like, you know what? That, nope, not today. Today I'm right here. So yeah, I, started, I started getting after I had a car accident, was rear-ended, and it finally went away when I started. Whose phone's ringing? Oh, my goodness. It's that, is, that is my house phone. Someone oh, someone has what? dialed my what house, phone. house phone. What? What is that? Yeah, I still have a landline. Joy, hit wow. end. <laughs> Whoa, I had what no idea those things still existed. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. it's the year 2020, and we still have house phones. That, that was – hello, it's 1989 calling. Can we help you? <laughs> My house phone somewhere oh. in my couch. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had it was behind a bunch of VHS tapes. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I did also want to say I, I did I did um, put out my I kind of start my own channel here. I put out a video that I also wrote an article for the Disney Insider as well about the movie studios of the Walt Disney Company and uh, got a YouTube channel where I'm just doing like uh, Disney film explainer videos and like nice. I uh, I've never I done did a video watch like that. this. I, how how what do you think? Um, I think you. I think. Are you Italian, Andy? Am I Italian? No, I'm Irish. Could you possibly ever do an interview with your hands tied at your side? <laughs> no. You gotta, you gotta, Thank you, you for the honesty. You've got to understand, though. I was I was trained as a clergy, and so okay. we we are taught right. to use our hands because you have to keep the attention of you know up to a thousand or more people at one time. That's and true. So you have to wait. So I do use my hands a lot, which is why I ended up using a mic on a stand. My actually using my podcast mic because I did it at first. I kept moving around so much that my my lavalier was was shifting around. It kept rubbing, so I, I switched to the the podcast podcast mic so I, yeah i think it i think it was really good actually it was it was a it was a very well presented uh video i i, I totally agree with you about when people are like hey where's shrek at like <laughs> like are you serious yeah 
Yeah. That's, that's not Disney. So yeah. it's not here. So it's actually funny when, when the new Trolls movie came out. So many people are like, well, I'm just going to wait till it's on Disney Plus. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. So, anyways, yeah, explain to all the studios of the Disney company because it is super confusing. I get it. So, uh, next week, I am talking about the Fox acquisition, which is might end up being an hour long video because it's a very complicated subject. So. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, that, no, it's cool, man. I, I like it. I like anything that, that uh, informs people while still maintaining high energy and, and keeping the, you know, it's good. I liked it. I'll, I'll watch it again. So for all those articles, uh, both uh, Sean's articles, the interview with Dan Lanigan and uh, the article and video about the movie studios of the Walt Disney company, go to the Disinsider.com. Nice. I don't know if we can take that. I, I believe that they, uh, if we do the dot com, we could get sued. And I don't know uh, what you're talking. It's sued by, sued by who? And because I don't know. You can fight me. That's right. From something, from something that rhymes with Schmex Media. <laughs> dot com. I don't know. And you don't want to do that because that'll cost us money. And speaking of money, here's a word from our sponsors. Oh yeah. Oh. And we're back. <laughs> That was a great transition. That was good. David, what do you think of our sponsor? David. I'm telling you, I I know I'm here quarantined, but if you can, you got to get up and get out and get you some of this. <laughs> make sure make sure all your second and third cousins get some of this. I mean, it's oh, yeah. you have to. The sponsor you, is amazing. If you don't know, this week's sponsor is Quarantini. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up, so get your, get your, get your spouse one so or your mom whatever i don't know if you all watched that video i sent to the group but saturday night live did a sketch about a podcast award show about two years the potties potties, and it was from portland Uh, one of the categories was roughest transition to a sponsor (laughs) (laughs) so we we definitely would not win that award this time. That one was yes. smooth. That was smooth. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's yeah. Actually, I, I was talking to that. A big shout out though. I want to shout out real quick to uh, Southern Oregon University's uh, emerging di- emerging media and digital arts four ninety nine podcasting class, advanced podcasting. I got to speak at that class, and uh, all of you are great. Thing they've been leaving reviews, which has been awesome, and they are all listeners, which has been amazing as well. But uh, one of the questions I got asked is, how do you deal with transitions? And uh, I basically just said you just kind of find some weird connection, or um, or you just do it and sound awkward. So that was my answer. I I would also say plan out where you want to do your sponsorship because yeah. if you decide on in the moment, I have found that is where the awkward transitions yes, come you in. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta, as they say, uh, proper pre-production prevents peril. So right. do your, oh. your pre-production. Yeah, you don't want it to be like, and so that's that's how I uh, broke my leg. Ooh, a uh, sponsor money. <laughs> that's how I broke my leg. Speaking, speaking of being broke, why don't you go broke? Yeah, one of our sponsors merch here. Yeah, why don't you help me pay for that broken foot with this? Oh, right, that was that was oh yeah. that, that that deserves. That's right. Then you can get a decast. Boost. Boom. So anyway. Speaking of decaf, uh, go to our go yes. to decaf.com, get a t-shirt. We have all the t-shirts now. Oh, all the different yes. stuff. Amazing. Uh, though, though they are getting delayed, Amber, if you're listening, who's not on the show today, uh, your your shirt just got shipped. So, Sean, have you gotten yours yet? No, did it ship? Uh, Amber's shipped. I don't know about yours. I'll check on yours. But Amber's just shipped today. Okay. I heard it last week. They're having trouble, obviously. I mean, they're, they're using reduced staff, so no blame on them. It's all good. Exactly. So... So speaking of other shows, let's talk about some things. We are trying to do five shows weekly, um, but in this trying time, we all have normal lives that we're trying to get through. Uh, Plus we're dealing with the the lockdown. And then those of us who are considered essential, you know, like Sean, and um, he is essential too. (laughs) And so, so we... So sometimes we don't get around to the show, but the good news is that we have all these incredible interviews that are coming yeah. through that can that can fill the holes. We will try to get a um, a Marvel Tribe episode out next yes. week, but you know this week we had Cinco de Mayo, and now you know this the rise of the sixth, and 
<laughs> so it was just kind of it was kind of well, hard know, to get an episode in. So you know, you know, what I say though, it's like though, yeah, we didn't get, we weren't able to get you know the Marvel Tribe or Insiders in this week right. because situations. We still are doing anywhere between three hundred and five percent more shows than we did this time last year. Exactly, uh, That's we're, incredible. Doing, we're, we're doing between three and five shows a week, and you guys have been awesome. Sometimes, I mean, one week we had with the interview, we had six episodes released in one week, and so we're, we're killing. We have some major interviews on the decast.com. If you go on your on your desktop browser, our biggest interviews right now one with Leslie Margarita, one with um, uh, Tracy Hines, another one with, of course, the legend Floyd Norman are all on the front page. There, you can click on those, listen to those. So check it out so, so this content. show oh yeah all kinds of content you guys can just lock down and do some content so today we're gonna be talking about the pirates reboot yes and we already talked a little bit about shanghai disneyland so yes, yes. i mean we can we can talk about it a little bit more but basically they're set to open on may 11th and we'll see what happens from there uh taika taika Waititi. Yeah. he's doing a star wars film yes he is so we'll do some we'll do our thoughts on that Hercules live action is now confirmed. Hercules, Hercules. Oh, my, my little baby. He's kind of little gay. That's my little baby, Hercules. <laughs> you know, so, I, I have to, I just, I don't want to interrupt. I just want to say, I actually felt incredibly old when I did that, the Hercules thing, and my kids looked at me strange, like, I don't know. They never heard that before. So. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, no. I, I realized oh, wow. that the Nutty Professor came out before they were even a thought, and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm, oh, I'm wow. That's, oh, wow. Okay, you want to know something really weird? Um, The Nutty Professor was the first movie that I ever saw in theaters, and I believe I was a week old. Oh, wow. Oh, that is so cute and harmful at the same time. (laughs) The first first movie I ever saw in theaters, I was about a week old. It was E.T. Oh, I actually remember seeing E.T. in the theaters. God, that makes me feel old. Jeez. Yeah, it's the first time I saw my stepdad cry. Like a lot of people cry. So, first movie I remember seeing in theaters was Rocky IV. That's such a great movie. My dad took a four. My dad took a four-year-old to go see Rocky IV. (laughs) He must break you. (laughs) I know. You know what I saw when I was four? What? What? Star Wars. Like the original? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? No, it came out. So cool, it, though. It came out in '77. I was four. Yeah, right. the year I was born. I'm oh, wait. Oh, oh. Sh- come on. <laughs> hey, you're I'm only four years I'm... older than me. Don't act like that's a huge thing. I don't know. So, old. Yeah. So, and then of course we'll talk about May the Fourth. We'll spill some tea about that. We we don't have two of our Star Wars experts here, but that's okay. Uh, we we have Brooke and myself and Andy and everyone everyone decast knows a little bit about some Star Wars. So we'll talk about what we did on the fourth, and that'll lead us through everything. So let's talk a little bit about the Pirates reboot. Yo ho, Pirates life yes. for me. So they've officially I can kind smell of smell the bromine already, right? Uh, so uh, female uh, lead the smell, yes, yes, and uh, they've chosen. Karen uh, well, Gillian. I mean, Karen, she's becoming kind of Marvel royalty that's now, isn't confirmed. she? That's not confirmed. That's that's, that's rumor. Not, is that it a rumor? rumor. Makes, it's a rumor. No, it, it, that it makes me sad now. It's confirmed. We, the Diz Insider can confirm that conversations are happening with her. Okay. Okay, I'm crossing my fingers then. Um. Great choice. But we, oh, we don't know if she'll be the lead role or if it's assumed that you have Red, which the role of Red has been in Pirates of the Caribbean attraction for years. Um, they in I believe 2017 they changed uh, Red's role in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> from someone who was essentially uh, being sold into slavery, for lack of a better term, um, into someone who was a strong bad a female pirate here's the thing though they didn't change her story at all they changed where in the timeline we met her as an audio animatronic true true which actually means we could get some backstory on red in -hmm. the film if that's the direction they're chosen to go to we do know they're gonna have a female lead we do know that karen gillian is being spoken to by the walt disney company to play (sighs) a role Okay, okay. Several people have been saying, including uh Jenny Ray's been tweeting this like crazy that they've called this for a long time. I I would I would be okay with with Nebula being um being read for Pirates of the Caribbean. Do That's we have any Doctor Who fans here? Of course. 
Okay, cool. Well, she was my favorite companion. She was your favorite companion? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big Martha fan, but I, I get it. I get it. I, I wish that Donna's grandfather had been a companion at one point. He would be my favorite if he was, but... Okay. We are now announcing that the D-Cast will be having a sixth <laughs> show called... Uh, nope, nope, nope. The Doctor and Mrs. Who. <clears throat> no, that's too nerdy. Too nerdy. Too nerdy. Oh my God. Wow. Too nerdy. Sir. It's in the mainstream. You, you start really getting is. into the sixth and seventh doctor, and it's like, no, 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 no. We can, we can we can six degrees of Kevin or seven degrees of Kevin Bacon it too, because you know, one of the best doctors around played Kill Raven. So he's now he's now Marvel Elite. He was a villain, Jessica Jones. So boom. Done. Disney hey, owns guys- all. Hey, you guys know who hey. else would be a, who would be a really another really good female lead for Pirates of the Caribbean? Who? Oh, who, do you, who, who, who do you think? I, I'm going to guess it's the same actress who plays Scarlet Witch. No, Brie Larson. Oh, oh. No, no, I, would not, I would not be okay. I'm I've been no. working on it all day. Give me that. Come on. All right. Oh, fair no. enough. Fair no, enough. I, I don't. I don't see Brie Larson taking that role. I think that'd be you know, fun. No. So right. I, I, I have another Marvel right. person. I think that would that might pull it off. She actually did play a drunk, drunk role in uh, Thor. I, I think Tessa Thompson. Could, Tessa yeah. Thompson, yes, yeah, she could. I think uh. she could pull it off. I think she did a great job at Valkyrie and especially a drunk Valkyrie. So that is a, that's a, that is a really good one. Um, I've always kind of thought that uh, a good one would be. Um, Oh gosh, I just went completely blank. <laughs> oh, Rosario Dawson. Yes, yeah. oh, that would be yeah. it would be a good choice. Yeah. I really, I just, I just dig her. I dig her in everything she does. She's always, she always comes across very genuine in interviews. She always just kind of kills it, you know, and and in, in movies she's in. So, but you know, mm-hmm. I. So I'd be the, happy the ramifications, the ramifications for this is, I mean, it's they're doing a complete. Reboot. It sounds like the the Jack Sparrow is not even going to be mentioned in this. They're just kind right. of going lame back. Um, which you know, I mean, they've had they've had success. I think uh, you could think of it as a complete reboot or just another storyline where the two two parallel storylines that never really cross. I think you, I think you can go with that. Okay, um, is the, probably the best way to describe it. But what does this do for the Disneyland attraction? Are you going to get if if say Karen Gillian, which I hope that she is cast as Red. I think that's the perfect the perfect casting for for that character. If she's the lead, it's a female led Pirates of the Caribbean. Do they take Jack Sparrow out, and do they change the no. Red animatronic to one that looks more like Karen Gillian? I'd be down for changing the animatronic face. Me too. It, it's not very <laughs> articulate at the moment. The rest of her body is wonderfully articulate, but her yeah. face doesn't yes. emote as well. And if exactly, they yeah want to pour as much money into uh, Red's animatronic that they did with Captain Jack Sparrow, that would be wonderful. I'd be all for that. And what's, what's, what's funny is the the um, cast member who portrays Red, I'm not sure the, the right nomenclature for that, so please excuse me, Brooke, if I say it wrong. The cast member who portrays Red in the parks, not, not just because she has redhead red hair that's part of it but facial feature wise and everything she has a striking resemblance to karen gillian hmm. yes i would agree with that I, I agree but what if so let's say this movie is a huge success and they want to do a sequel they don't necessarily have to call it pirates of the caribbean it could be adventures of the Car- caribbean a pirate's tale or something like that and then maybe a second ride that features the new female lead. You mm-hmm. could get another ride out of it. It would have to be something done with the original because the original has such history. Oh, I wouldn't get rid of the original. I would I, just have. <clears throat> I, I understand. But just as a terms of resources. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm doing played- anything that might even attempt to overshadow the original Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean attraction might be a 
poor move. Yeah, okay, I know. Sim City, you just right click delete, and then you can add a new one. Yeah, except D- Disney Disney ain't putting any new attractions in any of their parks for the next yeah. few years. There, actually, that's, that's, a, that's a great point. Uh, like, <laughs> hey, can we just get Karen Gillian to stand in there every day? <laughs> That'd be great. So. I think one thing we're kind of overlooking with the Pirates of the Caribbean movie series in general is it was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. The, yes, it was. The original uh, Curse of the Black Pearl and the sequel Dead Man's Chest. I don't really like any of the movies after those two. but Yeah, uh, I agree. It, it was the movie that worked so so well when unexpectedly, it, yeah. it, unexpectedly and as much as i would like for this spinoff with a female lead to do super well i they've already run their course with a million pirates of the caribbean movies i'm just not at first glimpse of it i'm not super hyped for it yet i will i will say that it depends for me who they have directing and slated to produce and also another another factor is how does the jungle cruise movie not only Ah, how is it received how is it a good film I have high hopes for the Jungle Cruise. If they go a more of a Jungle Cruise route from what I'm seeing from the the trailers and just completely reboot it and use that same tone, I think it could do well. They've had kind of the same team for Pirates of the Caribbean. And the first one was Lightning Bottle. Second one was, was really good. It was a great sequel. The third one was like, okay, you have a trilogy now. All right, let's move on. But then they just kept going. Right. And then it was like, uh, uh and then, yeah, the one, yeah, the, I think it was a fourth or fifth one didn't even have Orlando Bloom in it. And then he was, right. it was, it was, I, after, after the third one, I lose track. At the third one, I lose track. Agreed. So. And, Agreed. Mm-hmm. And let's, and- let's not forget that a female pirate movie has already been attempted by Gina Davis and Matthew Modine in cut third Island, which is widely considered one of the biggest box office bombs of all time, considering the budget was around a hundred million dollars and it grossed $10 million. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Except for so, the duck, of course. Well, yeah, wow. yeah, of course. But, but I mean, that was, that was a, that was a female led yeah. pirate. And about racing rivals to find, well, I think it was an island with a treasure chest, and it bombed. And I know, I know that was 1995, but if you don't think that somewhere, someone's like, hold on, wait a minute, we've already tried this, and it did not work well. So yeah, yeah that, that was a different time. But I'm also expecting there to be a lot of the the trolls on this one. Um, really hating on a female lead pirate scare being people trying to claim just like they did when they changed the attraction at Disneyland. What about history and this and that stuff? Which my answer to everyone who argued with me on the whole history part was, you know, yeah, because in history, you went down a magical waterfall while floating down the Mississippi and ended up in the, the Spanish Main in the Caribbean. Yeah. Right. So history. What made the original Pirates of the Caribbean franchise so successful was the character of Captain Jack Sparrow. So we're going to need a strong character, some good writing and some amazing acting to tell the story of a particular character in this time. And the director is going to be key. If they're going to have, I I really believe that they're going to need a a good established female director. With that said, who would you cast as your, not cast, but who would you hire as a female director for this film? Because I think if it's going to work, it's, you're going to need a female director to, to make this work. I have mine. Mine is Ava DuVernay, but I'll choose Ava DuVernay for just about everything. You uh, really will. She's amazing. If she's given the right script, it sh- uh, like, well, how has she not won 10 Oscars by now? Just, just for a documentary, I don't know. Um, she's fantastic. Yeah. Gosh, so I'm so, not sure if I'm familiar with her work. What's she done? Wrinkle in uh, Time. What are her credits? <clears throat> oh, Wrinkle in Time. Uh, they did the documentary on the Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Also, Thirteenth uh, Amendment. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, um, Oprah's best friend. <laughs> I mean, she's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to be. I want to be Oprah's best friend. Yeah. I know, right? Ava's best friend, man. <laughs> hey, fun fact: Skylar Schuler um, actually has gotten a few tweetbacks from Ava. So, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, nice. who would I choose? Gosh, I because I'm always I'm always torn because I I don't want to say I don't want to say Duvernay because you've already said it, but maybe I don't know somebody like D Reese maybe or um I mean but but she does more artsy stuff but I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Pariah or Mudbound she does uh she does mm-hmm. Empire the show Empire or When We Rise yep. she's very she's a very powerful voice uh, in the community and. I don't know something about her style, the way she kind of links thing. I, I just think it would be interesting to take someone with that kind of clout that usually does other projects. And I don't know if Disney would be willing, be seen as how they're going to lose a billion dollars and invest it in, in a director like that. But I've always wanted to see what 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 D Reese would do with a with a big budget and and just I guess creative freedom to take a female lead and, and make her essentially an action hero. So yeah, well wow. yeah. Anyone else? I don't really know any female directors, but I will say this. When you asked about the question about the changing the attraction, I would say no, don't change attraction at all. Don't take Jack Sparrow out. And I think Jack Sparrow needs to make some kind of cameo in this movie. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll also put in uh, Bryce Dallas Howard um, as well. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you know what? Um, I was just thinking the the Lexi Alexander would actually be, I mean, she does TV right now, but she's, she does Arrow, Supergirl, the, the TV show Taken. Um, she, she, now, unfortunately, she directed Punisher Warzone, and that's not really a great one to, to lead off with, but the action was pretty good in that. But she's a really, really, uh, really good action director. So, she just does a lot of TV stuff. So, all right. Go. So my my real pick would be uh, Jennifer Nelson. So um, those who don't know her, she did a Kung Fu Panda. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, she's amazing. I think we need to have a little, uh, a little bit of some really cool fight sequences and and action. So I think Jennifer Nelson would be a, a good choice. Yeah, those Kung Very Fu good. Panda fight sequences were really entertaining. I feel really bad that I don't know. That many female directors off the top of my head. I feel like this is definitely something that I should know or look into. The only one that I can name who is a director and is female is Sandra Restrepo, who she's the director of the Disney Channel, a lot of Disney Channel shows. So not a full fledged movie that I can think of, but uh, she does like just roll with it. Uh, that Ramon reads on uh, my default director answer to anything is Ron Howard. So well, that's I, I think why Dallas Price Howard would be so that's good. Said Dallas she, Price, is, yeah. she is, yeah, mm-hmm. she is uh, Ron Howard's um, daughter. Also, I mean, yeah, Greta Gerwig. I think Patty Jenkins would do a great job of this. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if Sophia Coppola would do a Disney film, but like Lulu Wang, I think would make it really funny. She's a great director and she's hilarious. Um, so many amazing directors you could put on there. Um, oh, the, yeah. the, it's 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 limited. Olivia Wilde would be great. I mean, list goes on. Jennifer, Jennifer Lee from Frozen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah. Would be, Disney would be amazing. So yeah. So and there's Anna really Bowden. really a plethora to choose from her. Did we say Anna Disney Bowden? has their pick? <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good one though. Yeah, that's from a, Cap- uh, Captain Marvel. So yeah, absolutely. It's it, it always boggles my mind that there people seem to have trouble finding female directors. I'm like, no, there are plenty. Oh, there's tons out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're having trouble there finding plenty, we just, I just in need three to minutes myself. we just listed like fifteen. Yeah, so there you so, go. There you go, Disney. Do it. Do it. Anyway. Speaking of uh, Kung Fu Panda though, I think if I ever do cosplay, it'll be as Poe. <gasps> Please be Poe. Oh He's my gosh. Disney. It's not Disney. I know, I know, but I can cosplay something else, and then yeah, I would just can. need someone to be like, "Panda, you're a he's a panda, you're a panda. What are you gonna do, panda? Sit on me?" And I'd be like, "Hey, buddy, stop it! You're doing I, too well." One <laughs> thing I really like about cosplay is if he does want to make it Disney, there are so many ways that he can integrate Disney properties or Disney elements into a oh, Poe cosplay. I, I love it when people exactly. do that too. Back before. Um, Obviously, Deadpool is now part of the of the Disney family with Marvel. It was the 2000, I want to say, 15 um, D23. Someone the whole time was dressed up as 
um, Deadpool, like a really good Deadpool costume. But every day they added another Disney element. The first day they had Mickey ears. Second day they had Mickey ears and like a lanyard full of pins. Like, awesome. yeah, really into it. It was hilarious. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't name that cosplayer off the top of my head. I'll have to look. Yeah, it, up. it was really Post good. Show. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Taika Waititi. What about him? Apparently, he's directing a Star Wars film. Yes. Uh, they got to stop getting these no-name directors, haven't won any real awards, you know. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of pulling these nobodies out of a hat. I Seriously, like, the Ta- Taika Waititi is in my top five directors right now. This guy can, of course, he can do wrong, but he's, he's on fire right now. Um, yeah, he hasn't done it yet. Uh, but, but, I mean, like, I guess... Even some people have duds, but I think that it's a it's a great pairing of a ridiculously hot and now director with mm-hmm. a clear vision with a franchise that kind of needs a reboot of its own to set yeah. itself on different courses, specifically with the with the heat that's been generated by the success of The Mandalorian, not mm-hmm. to mention, uh, of course, with Clone Wars coming to its you know, a fantastical end. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is such a, a genius move on, on all levels that to give him the, the, the freedom to just, you know, to do a star Wars film, of yeah. course. Absolutely. Hey. He is kind of a newer director. I mean, he did, you know, What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People, which were essentially indie films. But then he got Thor Ragnarok. Right. Jojo Rabbit was a bigger budget indie film. It was produced by, by Searchlight. Um, you know, now he's doing the next the next Thor movie, Thor: Love and Thunder. But then he also um, did I think one or wrote one or two episodes of the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I yeah. I want to say it's only one, maybe two, but he wrote and directed, which each one of those is basically like a feature film, just time cut in half. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. If you haven't had a chance to watch Star Wars Gal- Gallery, where they talk about what the directors um, about the Mandalorian, the production of it, it's amazing. Check it out on Disney Plus right now. But Taika Waititi was one of the writers and directors for one of the episodes. No, he did two. He did two episodes. I just remember he did two episodes. So I guess so, I guess my question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. So I, I just wanted to add. He also not only is he he's directing. He he's going to be co-writing uh, the script for the Star Wars. Yes. And he's and he's doing it with is it is it Chrissy Wilson Carnes? Is that she's the screenwriter for 1917? If you haven't seen 1917, oh, Chrissy are you Wilson serious? Carnes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Scottish so screenwriter. I, yeah. So yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely seeing whatever they're about to whatever they're about to conjure up and produce. So yeah, and he's only he's I mean for someone who's only Taika has only produced no I say only like I produce a lot um, feature <laughs> film wise one two three four five six seven eight nine feature films he's already got an Oscar for um Joe no he's uh, he's completed I'm sorry six feature films he has an Oscar for Jojo Rabbit for best screenwriter um so yeah. And let's not forget that he was the voice of IG-11. Right. Yes. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And he's also the voice of, um, in, uh, yeah, in Thor. <laughs> so the revolution has begun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's he, freaking he's, gone. He's an amazing actor. He actually started out as a comedian and actor um, before going into directing and writing. So yeah. he, has, he has quite a, quite a role in, uh, in Jojo Rabbit as well. He does. Oh, <laughs> yes. Quite, quite, yes. Um, Lest we forget that. Yeah, he plays somebody in that. <laughs> somebody. Yeah, we can't say because we'll, we'll be demonetized if we even mention that name. Absolutely, but but it's uh yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. Now now that I know that that she's on board, I am super excited with with what oh, they yeah. can do together because that that movie just blew me away and uh, on on every on every aspect of it. And I've loved everything he's done. I watched what we do in the shadows a few years ago with my daughter and we were just, we were laughing so hard at, at just how over the top it is and how, how spot on the humor is and the, the everything. So I'm, I'm as a star Wars fan and as a fan of his, Oh yeah, this is, this is an a plus. This is like a no brainer money. So, also, for episodes done by Taika Waititi, all I can find was Chapter 8, The Redemption. You are right. I said it is the only one. You're right. Oh, so it that's is the okay. finale. That's the best one. Yeah. 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 They, they let him be the cleanup. They're like, all right, man, you're, you're, you're setting it off. All yeah, right. that's the thing. We need, to, we need to fix all the mistakes we made in this thing. <laughs> Which aren't many. So. 
There, there are there are any. Yeah, it was, no, no, no. I said there aren't many. Aren't many. Yeah. Like there, uh, there are any at all? Like no, no. There, there's there, there's very few. Careful, I mean, there's, careful. I'm not. <laughs> so I, I do have I to mean, say, Re- is, Redemption is one of my favorite, next to the 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 episode that introduced Cara Dune, which yeah. oh yeah. Oh, she she'd make a good pirate. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, I don't want to go back to that. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so also, and, and we used to be talking a lot about of about stuff that hasn't happened yet. But this is what we have now. We're kind of surrounded by confirmed and not really started on yet. Hercules live action. Yeah. Yep. One of my personal favorite Disney cartoons uh, for the music alone. Yes, I know, but live action. So let's talk some dream casting. If you will, not not to be confused with the Dreamcast, but I forget dream. if <laughs> I forget if the Hercules TV series is available on Disney Plus. Is it? I know a lot of those old TV series that I used to watch. Are- oh, I don't even know. I, I don't even check that. I mean, I guess it's we could check. I have no idea. Huh. Uh, I I honestly, full confession, I had no idea there was a Hercules television series. I knew about the Little and Mermaid that, one. I knew about yeah. the Aladdin one. Had no idea about Hercules. So it was in the late nineties. Meg isn't a character in it. There's another girl. All right. I had no idea. Can we get confirmation on that? Anybody? 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 Okay. So it was in nineteen ninety eight. Oh wow! All right. And oh, Lisa Kudrow. Was the girl okay? Ninety eight to ninety nine. Really? Yeah. Lisa Kudrow played Aphrodite. I didn't even know this. Oh, how about that? Yeah, August thirty first, nineteen ninety eight to March nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so it follows his many labors during the years he spent training how to be a hero. So it's in the middle of the movie's timeline. How about that? So it's when he goes from zero to hero. Yep. Oh, and he's they actually still a got teenager. Did they get they got the same Hercules? They got Tate Donovan to do the voice of Hercules as well. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that's cool. The and James Woods Hades series. Um, it looks like I'm not logged in, so I can't tell. And Mr. Diedrich like Bader is Adonis. How about that? What? Oh, Diedrich yeah. Bader. Diedrich, call us. Have your have your people call well us. Yes. We don't have, yes. Our our people is us. Yeah, we're the people. Not like Soil and Green, but us as people. So I'm digging. I, I didn't even know. I'm looking at this. I'm digging the animation style too. It's I'm, different I'm gonna have to go check this out. Yeah. This is a, this is a. Re- I mean, Sandra Bernhard, French Stewart, Tate Donovan, James Woods, Robert Stack, Diedrich Bader. This is a really good voice. Yeah. Cast, so, so it should be on Disney Plus, but I can't confirm it. <laughs> Uh, I, I believe it is. I'm, I'm on Disney Plus right now. I'm not logged in on this computer, uh, and it's on there. And um, right. so, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dreamcast. We're going to do on a live action Hercules. Anybody want to start out and throw some things out there? I will. Yes. Okay. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hades because I think this would be absolutely crazy, and I know that they will never do this, but I think Hades should be played by Howard Stern. Oh, oh, that is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It'll never happen, but you said we're dreaming. So there you go. What a great first, like out of the blue pull. I love it. That is so out of the box. I I found Hades to be the hardest to cast. Actually, I couldn't come up with someone who I thought would be able to have that comedic timing and yet look so, and I understand they can do a lot with, makeup but right. uh looks so physically intimidating and almost decrepit i can't think of anyone who matches that off the top of my head so i'm, I'm trying to remember his his last name but um he was the guy that was in uh hunger games he with the purple top hair stanley oh stanley tucci, oh, stanley oh. tucci yeah. that reminds oh. me of Hades. Oh, yeah. To me, that's, oh, that's a good choice. One of my favorite character actors of all time. Yeah, oh, he's, great. He is, he's a great character. He's yeah. phenomenal. It would definitely have to be a character actor. I like that um, one. 
I had Sam Rockwell as Hades. Oh, there you go. A little, little oh. bit of a different. I just think he would bring something manic to the role that, and, and he kind of can be snarky like James Woods was. It's two thumbs way, way up. Like just, uh, that, that, that's that's who I thought. I, I originally had Colin Farrell, but then I, I went I went with with Sam Rockwell. I just kind of pictured him more with it. But that was that's that's who I was thinking for Hades. But man, I love that Stanley Tucci call. That's yeah, that's really good. Man, you're, you're killing me over here, David. Oh, you keep, wow. I keep going on one road, and then you're like, nah, but we got to keep Will Smith. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. well, you know what I think it is? I think I think that oh, like, man. Stan, Stan, Stanley Tucci reminds me of James Wood, and I see James Wood in. I mean, obviously, we see James Wood in, in the character because that's him. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm like, that's that. That was it, it. Almost in Hunger Games, it reminded me of him playing a character of Hades trying to play someone in Hunger Games. Gosh, I could see that. That's so okay. I, I got, I got one. I got one. Okay, go ahead. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader's, that's really man. good too. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, very good. I love Man. Bill Hader. Now I'm torn. He's hilarious. <laughs> That's really I, good. I I would have to see how Bill looked in hair and makeup, but I could see him. He is such an amazing character actor. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's he's already part of the Disney family. He's done a lot of work with Pixar, voicing small characters, and he's done a lot of writing with Pixar as well. Um, he's credited on several Pixar films. I just he's I, I just think ethos wise, he'd fit as oh, well. Oh man, that's yeah. a really he's very good, good at distorting too. his face as well. Oh yeah, yeah, like, that's good. And and like I've always I've always liked him as a character actor, but in terms of like if you haven't seen Barry. His acting in uh-huh. Barry is so good. He is equal parts like like enamored and, and terrifying all at once, which I mean I guess that's how you would want Hades to be. But he's so good in that in that show. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It is super good. So man, that's man, these are some good choices. <laughs> um so young Herc. Because we have to sign, we have to come up with a young Herc, and it should probably be someone who can sing a little bit, since he does have to sing. Um, now, why my- do we have to cast different actors for Herc in the different stages of his life? Well, in in my case, it's going to be because I want I want a clear, like a clear body transformation in terms of. I mean, I guess you could could do a Captain America, and 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 you know make him. Mm. Shrink them, but but I, I why do that when you've got Levi Miller from from Pan, who's oh, only seventeen uh, years old, eh. who can who can carry a tune, and who looks enough to me like he could be old Herc, and that leads into my present Herc, which is maybe not a name everyone's familiar with, but Alan Richson would be my choice for for Hercules. Um, for those of you who don't know who Alan Richson, Richson is, he was on a show called Blue Mountain State. He played Thad. He's a big, charismatic dude who, by the way, was on American Idol because he can sing and he can sing qu- quite well. He's six foot four. He's muscular. He's gorgeous. If I don't mind saying, my wife's okay with me saying it. He's gorgeous. Um, he looks like Hercules, and um, I think I think he's just he's a star in the waiting right now. He plays uh, Hawk on uh, Titans, which is DC and nothing to do with Disney, but I think he'd make a great, great Hercules. That's my pick. All right. All right. I will say Zach Efron. Oh, I love, I love Zach Efron. Mm, Nah. As, as well, I mean, Zach's in his thirties now. I love Uh, Zach Efron. He was my, he was my first celebrity crush, so I I totally get where you're coming from. And I don't know. I just am a little little sick of seeing him in every like good looking guy leading man role. Uh, Maybe he should ugly himself up and start eating some pizza. Yeah. Well here here here's mine. I got I got two guys who can sing. Okay. Um, and I think they're, they're, they're both hot right now. I'm going to go and I'm not just pandering here. I think having watched this show a lot with my kids, uh, Ramon Reed, young Herc, Ramon Reed. Yeah. that's a really good, that's a really Ramon good choice. Reed. And then on top of that, you have, you have Ramon Reed. You have Chadwick Boseman. People like Chadwick can't sing. Yes, he can. He played James Brown. The oh dude my can gosh. Sing. Oh, yeah, he Chadwick sure can. Chadwick Boseman or Ramon Reed right there. There's your Herc. 
Oh, that's a really yeah. good cast too. I'd be down like for that. that. Whoever does play young Herc would have to have a very lovely tenor. Yeah. So that's definitely yeah. him. Yeah. Go the distance is not as easy as it seems. <laughs> Just in case anyone's wondering. So, um, wow, really good choices. Uh, David, I know you had one for Her- for Hercules. Yeah, uh, I, I actually like the young Hercules with uh, with with Ramones, but the the older Hercules for me would be Michael B. Jordan. So yeah, Michael B. Jordan, I I like Michael B. Jordan for it. That's a that's a really good cast too. Now, would he be able to say hi, Auntie? Because that's all I'm really care about. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Find some way to get him to say that line. Um, Meg, Meg's a, Meg's a, Meg's become a very very cherished role throughout the years. I think as the movie has gone on, yeah. um, I know there's a big 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 already online push for Ariana Grande, Ooh, considering nah. they just they just oh. recorded her singing. I won't say I'm in love recently. Um, <laughs> She certainly fits a lot of it. I wish Aubrey Plaza could sing because she's exactly who I envision Meg as. So if you like Aubrey Plaza, the girl I want to cast as Meg, although Ariana Grande has a wonderful voice, uh, is Krista Rodriguez. So Krista Rodriguez is a... Broadway star. She played Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family musical. I love she, it. Mm-hmm, she was with Zachary Levi on first date on Broadway. But in the 2019 musical production of Hercules, performed in Central Park, she played Meg. Hmm. And she oh. looks like Aubrey Plaza. Oh, she was on um uh, she was on uh, Daybreak. She was so yes. good in that. Yes. She's, oh, she's on one that. of my favorite characters in that show. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, I like that. And she does look, man, she does look a, very similar to her, huh? I'm, I'm going, Ooh. I'm, go, I'm going left field. I'm going left okay, field. Go ahead. I'm going SNL again, though. Going SNL. Okay. Uh, Cecily Strong. Uh, not only is she just amazing I, acting wise, I think she has some really great comedic chops, which I think is also necessary. She has done Broadway. She can sing. So. I love it. I did not know that about Cecily. Yep. She's done several uh, fill-in roles and guest appearances on Broadway. Um, Broadwaybuzz.com has her on there. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of lot of open mic stuff, but she's she's been tapped. Uh, she made her Broadway debut in, eight, in 2018 with the, um, with the performance of Celebrity Autobiography on Broadway. So, yeah. Nice. Any, anybody else have anybody different from Meg? Uh, I would some say. Some people have been – oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Burke. Some people have been dreamcasting on la- line Lady Gaga. Well, as Meg. I, I mean, I, I, it would, I would not be I would not be mad about that because she can act and she certainly can sing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I wouldn't be upset about that. Would not. So I did, uh, I'm just worried she would overpower everybody else. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Uh, what were you going to say, Sean? I was just going to say Anna Kendrick. Oh. Another great choice. Yeah. L- listen. Uh, I, I'm okay I'm with Kendrick sure and anything. Type, yeah, I'm not sure if the typecast fits, but I'm with Chris right. on I just like her in general. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna add a newbie. Yeah, she just getting started in Hollywood. I'm gonna say it's uh, Emma McKay. Mm. Uh, she was in. She, I think she was. It was. A, I'm not sure if it's a Netflix original. It's it's called Sex Education. Um, oh yes. Yeah, she played Maeve Wiley. You know, my kids loved. The, that show, uh, my kids oh, are Oh, wow. Oh, she's so, got so a jawline on her. She does. She was super good. She was super good in uh, sex yeah. education. Yep. Very good. Uh, Emma McKay is my my dark dark knight. I like that. That's a dark horse. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. So Josh Gad's already said he's not doing Phil. Well, <laughs> I, I think no there's what. only one person no, we can cast no. in Phil. What? No. You're not, you wouldn't cast Andy DeVito as Phil again. No. I got two. I got two. Why not? It's time. No, see, it's not as iconic as as as, you know, the Lion King and and um um. I'm blanking on the 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 icon's name. Billy Icorn and and, uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. It's not like that. It's not. It's not. Not not that iconic of a role. I think there's a real good chance for more comedic blood in there. And anyone, honestly, anyone under the age of twenty. Five, with the exception of Brooke, doesn't know who Danny DeVito is. Um, so. No, actually, I beg to differ because Danny DeVito has become a big part of meme culture. Yep. 
And but they he, just know him as the short guy. They don't know he's Danny DeVito. They don't know everything he's done. They haven't. Well, they haven't watched Twins. You know. I mean, it's. Listen. I mean, there are also a lot of Matilda fans who found out that he's the reason that the movie exists. So I do think he has that fan base, and we could bring him in. I yeah. okay, honest. I don't I like, like him it. as an actor. I don't like him. I don't like him. Oh, jeez. Right. So, so who would you choose? Hey, how you really feel? Oh wow. Um. Oh, not not Danny DeVito. But you don't have a no. just not. So your casting choice would simply read not Danny DeVito. <laughs> not Danny DeVito. Get someone else. Um, All right. Yeah. So can I throw my two out there? Yes. Yeah. All right. So besides, I mean, Danny DeVito, I'm, I'm not mad at that. I would 100% like, yes, just make it so. But if we can't do use Danny, I like Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm listening. And and this is only because I I watched Black Monday. Uh, uh, this this HBO show about the Black Monday back in the Wall Street crash. I'm going with Don Cheadle. Mm. Oh, Don okay. Cheadle. As Phil. As like Phil. It. Give me back my roadie. All right. So, <laughs> so pain and panic. Uh, oh, someone man. threw out John Mulaney as Panic, and that would just be really oh. funny. Um, oh my god, you could pair him with Thomas Middleditch. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I had I had I had Thomas Middleditch and Seth Rogen as oh. Pain. Oh. I like Seth Rogen. I like that. Seth Rogen would be a good choice yeah. for Pain. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, somebody somebody else had one. Okay, I want the I want the I want this to be a thing for Disney. Anytime that there's a, a buddy uh, kind of role, I, I I think they hit they hit fire when they did Toy Story four. But I want Key and, and Pill. There you okay. go. Yeah, there it is. There you go. Key there. Yeah. Make, make that the Disney darlings of buddy buddy roles and stuff. I love it. <clears throat> I I like that. I like that. Um. Okay. So the muses. Ooh, yes. Okay. Muses. Um, Get Destiny's Child back together. Come on. <laughs> get Destiny's Child no, back together. No, no Beyonce, please. No Beyonce. No, get, I, I, love, I love Beyonce, but once again, the same thing with Gaga. It might overpower yeah. the entire movie. Uh, so I think, and I don't have them in any specific roles, but I have a few names. Kiki Palmer. I would okay. love to see. Brandy. Um, Brandy. Yvette Nicole Brown, perhaps as Thalia. We know that she can sing as well. Yeah. And I don't know if you all have been watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Mm-hmm. So Alex Alex Newell, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Mo on the show, he is male, but he could do really well in a female presenting role. Yep. Yep. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross, who's the mom on Blackish. Yep. 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 Oh, nice. I'd Diana Ross's see, daughter. Yes, I would love to see her. And then back to theater right now, I am obsessed with Six, the musical, oh, which one. is the story of King Henry VIII's Six Wives. Oh, so the UK's Catherine of Aragon, who is. Jarnea, Jarnia, Richard Noel, and their Catherine Parr, uh, Maya Kwanzaa. I'm so sorry, I'm butchering their names because I've never heard them being said out loud. Maya Kwanzaa Breed. Uh, both of those ladies kill it on stage in a group setting like that, and I think their harmonies would be fantastic. Nice. Right on. I like your choices. Yeah, those are good. I got I got some muses. Are you ready? Ooh, yeah. So, so I've got uh the the actress, I cannot remember her name, who played Mercedes on Glee. She would yes. be my powerhouse. Oh. oh, uh What is her name? Amber Riley. Amber Riley. Thank you. Yep. Uh, then She's I, actually uh, been talked about quite a bit, yeah. Jennifer Monet would be mm, one okay. as well. I think she'd yeah. be uh, I love Anika Noni Rose in anything. So even though she was Princess Tiana, she's got a great voice. And then I would go as my last two as the original 
Chiffon and Crystal from Little Shop of Horrors, Tachina Arnold and Ooh. Tisha Campbell, rounding oh, out wow. the only two that are still because Michelle Weeks is uh, just kind of she just hasn't been heard from again. Who played Ronette? But okay. that would be my muses. I think it. I think it'd be a good Otum. They're both still in really good shape. They can both still really sing, and they could be anchors in the middle of this incredible muse thing that we have going on. That's no, I think I think there's there's a few we haven't talked about being named quite a bit. And my besides, I just said Destiny's Child. I think Kelly Rowland putting her in that role would be great. But Not also, a bad one. No, also, um, and I, I think it would. I think it could work. You take a Jennifer Hudson, and then also a Lizzo. I think would work too. Yeah. Yeah, those are uh, another two names who are being talked about a lot. I but if they use Lizzo, they would have to somehow put in her flute playing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would That's really want it. that. <laughs> yeah. And you, got, you, you got three big voices there. Go ahead, David. Yeah. Yep. No, Lizzo, I like that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would be that man, that's it's timely too, so it yeah. really is. I have uh, Chris, nothing to add. Those are all good choices. Chris, one thing that I liked about your Little Shop of Horrors choices is because it's Alan Menken. Exactly. An Alan Menken show, looping that back and having them be people that Alan chose yeah, for and, and, those roles, I think that would fit. And so they're both well. still really active. I know that they're both in their 50s. I think mm-hmm. Tisha Campbell's 51, maybe. But I mean, like, they're still really active. Uh, she was just in a show called Outmatched. Um, she was in the Har- she was in a Harley Quinn cartoon as a voice actress. Um, she still sings actively. Uh, both of them do. So I don't know. I was just the thinking- muses aren't really characters that need an age limit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah they're there to push the story across yep. vocally. Um, anybody have anything different or anyone else? No. Cool. Uh, Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. Zeus. I have Idris Elba. No. No. Oh. Idris Elba. I said Idris Elba. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, Idris Elba. Okay. Say Idris. Idris. Yeah. The Rock. I'd be, I'd be okay with The Rock. I'd be okay with it. You know, he's kind of playing a character that has powers from Olympus pretty soon if they ever do the Black Adam movie. Yep. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with The Rock, too. Um, It'd be weird to see him with a full beard and everything. It would. It would. Yeah. Uh, no, so Hera. I, I can't do The Rock, no. Uh, okay. I, I love Idris Elba. Who would play Hera? Angela Bassett. Oh, that's okay. good. Okay. I had Bassett. Kate Blanchett. I had Kate Blanchett as my Hera. Ooh. That's a good so. one. Let's just call, let's call this Black Panther 2. Let's just... Let's <laughs> okay. Let's I mean, still, that's fine with me. We, we'll get... Yeah. That's so fine. I, totally fine with that. I like, I like Michelle Yeoh. I, I heard her okay. name out there. Okay. She she's in the Mandalorian. She you know she was a villain in there, and I'm I, I like her. I love she's, these. I love these ideas. Yeah, man. These are really great good. casting. Uh, I would watch someone, all of these movies so far. So same here. Someone online said Angelina Jolie as Hera. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that I can work. That work. I can that work. Yeah. I can yeah. See that. Now, here's one I'm surprised none of us came up with, and I'm I'm just I'm, I'm looking through Twitter right now, just seeing all the fan castings. Um, Jeff Goldblum is Hades. Yeah, I actually okay. thought about that originally because I imagined him as the protector, and I was like, or so the, the grandmaster. Just, yeah, like I'm like, okay, I, I I, and he's hot right now, and Disney loves him right now, and yeah, so I could definitely see him going there. Um, <sighs> Also, no, physically, he resembles James Woods. Like he's lanky and yeah. tall and yeah. kind of creepy, but you know, a few Looks other. Wise, na- I could see it acting. I'm not quite sure. I think, but also uh, Michael Keaton, uh, especially after seeing him in Birdman and the Spider-Man Homecoming, I think Michael Keaton would. Uh, yeah, interesting. That's right. just me. So. Yeah, no, these are. Oh, these are good. And we, we also need to mention that the Diz Insider Skylar Schuler broke this story. Yes. Okay, what the Hollywood Reporter tells you or Entertainment Weekly, they, Diz Insider broke this story and then they took his story, confirmed it, and then did not cite Skylar or the DizInsider.com, which is a huge problem right now among the trade magazines. The small reporters are trying to get their sites up and they get a scoop and then the other, other, Big trade magazines come in and they they put it out there, which is great, but they never cite the source, which is really annoying. But then if you ever not cite the source, if they do something and you report on it, they will have legal over you so quickly you can't even like fathom it. So I just if you want to know who broke the story, 
It was Skyler at the Disinsider.com. Well, thanks to the Disinsider. Yeah, good job, guys. Yeah. Speaking of the Disinsider, uh, Andy, where can we be reached? You can go to the Dcast.com to reach us for all of our social media and other stuff as well. Um, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff is on there. Also, the Disinsider.com is your source. For all Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Parks, news, you want to know what's going on with the parks, when things might might or might not reopen, it is all there. Follow their social media. Every time we do something, we post on there. I write for them. Um, Sean writes for them. We all do kinds of stuff for them. Everything we do gets posted on there as well. So check out DisneySider.com, Dcast.com. You can follow me. All the various social media networks is at is at at andy is a film geek and make sure you check out my video uh just go to youtube channel andy neal also we retweeted it and posted on uh on the dcast too as well and uh i, I talk about the studios of the walt disney company so yeah sean where can you, where can we reach you on instagram and twitter at big papa disney david where can we reach you uh, right here at home quarantining. <laughs> um, no, you can you can reach me on Twitter, um, Instagram as the Blurred Hulk, the only one, the original. Yes, Brooke, where can we reach you? You can reach me on Instagram at Pink Sparkle Tutu. You can always find my teddy bear Snowy at Snowy Snow Bear on all social media platforms, and. Just want to say, casting the fates, I'd choose Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, and Tina Fey. That's it. <laughs> of course. Seriously, that was a great one. Love and it. you can Love you it. can reach me at the Big Bayou. That's Bayou with two U's, because why not? Uh, because the two Utes, that's why. Because <laughs> that's how it is. And thank you for tuning in. Make sure to leave us uh, a, a like and a review on iTunes. Uh, it's about the downloads, people. We, we appreciate everything that's going on. We hope you guys are keeping safe out there. We hope that when all this madness comes to an end, that will still be your podcast that you come to because we're going to keep popping this stuff out four or five days a week as much as we can. That's right. We love the saturation. Saturation. So now I'm going to see if we can uh, clap on two and four, if we're going to be clapping oh, on God. one and four. Are oh, uh, you ready? Let's see how we do. Okay? So it's... You know, wait for it. Boom. Then, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So that that's it for all of us here at at wait for it. <gasps> the the Let's work some guys. funk on it. Let's get it, okay? <gasps> this now that's it from all of us here at wait for it. The Oh my gosh. You know what? We'll just we'll just layer it. We'll go we'll go Andy, Brooke, David, Sean. Ready? Really, that's it really for all of us at the studio. Andy. Who, who Andy. All of us at where? The Dcast. Brooke. The Dcast. <laughs> David. The Dcast. Sean. The Dcast. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.